Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight, only on Disney Plus. Breaking news. Uh, we have a big 90-day fiancé tell-all interview about to drop right now. And this came together last minute. You guys probably know the famous couple. Oh, he was with two famous women. Soldier Boy, a.k.a. Usman, from the 90-day fiancé franchise. He's been on Before the 90 Days, Happily Ever After, The Whole Works. You remember him famously with Lisa Baby Girl and then Kimbali. Well, Kira Elise was seen with him socially on her social media on his social media starting this past spring of 2023 we thought oh he's got a brand new girlfriend uh this is a younger woman that he's dated how interesting (laughs) well kira is here to drop some big knowledge bombs just three weeks after going public on their social media they famously and very publicly broke up who dumb too? How long were Kira and Usman really seeing each other? Was Usman seeing her while he was seeing Kimberly? How was the sex? You know, I get, <laughs> I get into all of it. Guys, if we're talking 90 day in TLC scoop, we're going all the way. Okay. I want to know. I mean, I want to be having sex with these reality stars. What does she think of Usman's career? And is he a Nigerian scammer? Because he was just on my girl Tasha Kay's show and Tasha was giving it to him. So here's Kira Elise. Girl, you got to tell us everything. Like, do not, you can, You better not hold one damn thing back. I mean, I need to know everything there is about Usman, a.k.a. Soldier Boy. I mean. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. We have to remember that a lot of this information came to me from him. So who knows how true it is. <laughs> All right. You've like blown up the internet in the past two months because if people aren't aware and most people are because they're uber 90 day fans before the 90 days, 90 day happily ever after. But Usman, a.k.a. Soldier Boy, the singer from Nigeria, has been with two 90-day women. We thought you were going to be the third because I want to find out if that rumor was true, that you guys were reportedly filming with TLC. But Kiera Elise was the most recent public girlfriend of Soldier Boy. We obviously know Kimbali. You know, she's been on this podcast. And Lisa Baby Girl, I mean, that ended in so much drama, her being fired, you know, for racist comments and everything else, their toxic relationship. But, all right, talk to us, girl. How did you, let's go back. How did you even meet Soldier Boy? Instagram. <laughs> That's what I'd read. I'd read that you slid in his DMs. Is that true? Yeah, I, like, responded to, like, he posted something, like, after um, his, like, divorce was announced. And so I, like, was responding to the story and was, like, oh, back on the market. And, like, it was just, like, a comment that I, like, made. And I honestly pretty sure I was like trying to send it to my friend because she was a big 90 dayer and I was like oh look like it's official like back on the market 
And then he ended up responding to me. Um, and I was just like, oh, that's so funny. Like, of course he responded. He was like, why are you asking if I'm back on the market if you're married? And I was like, I'm not married, which is like his way of like finding out if you're married. (laughs) Good line, actually. Good line. Okay. So you two start talking. And by the way, what's the timeline for this? Because we saw you guys go public pretty quickly. And then like a month later, everything seemed to be over. So when did you initially slide in his DMs and you guys start talking? This was December 2020. Okay. So this is December 2020. All right. Gotcha. And then how quickly after that did you guys start dating? So we were talking and like, you know, he was very like adamant about like wanting to like be in a relationship and everything. Um, And so we like continued talking. And at that point he had just signed his contract to film the following season. So he was going to be on 90 day. Now wait, there's a bazillion franchises. Was he going to be 90 day happily ever after 90 days before the 90 days? Before the 90s. Okay. So before Before the 90s, he had signed his deal to do that. Okay. Got it. With his ex before me. Okay, so Kimbali, they were going to supposedly come back. Yeah, so we had been, like, talking whatever, and then, like, he told me that, like, okay, I actually am under contract to, like, do it again. Because he was supposed to do it with Zara, but they said no to Zara. Interesting. Okay. And you, why, why did they say no to Zara? Did he give you those details? Uh, he didn't. He didn't tell me why. He said that he thought it was because, like, she was young and whatever. Um, so it wasn't like the storyline that, that that was going for him. Which Zara, by the way, for people who need a refresh on the last season of um, Before the 90 Days, basically was like this woman that he wrote a song to and didn't disclose it to Kimberly and, you know, was hot and heavy with and had done, I think, like a FaceTime or a call. So we heard her voice, but we'd never like seen her on the show. So we were, okay, so they were going to film with her, but no. So they were going to film with Kimberly. Okay, so, I mean, what did he, was he like, was he telling you that he was single, but he was going to do the show? Or was he saying, okay, so he was saying that they were going to do the show. Yeah. Like, maybe their relationship. I have, I have, I have receipts. Well, show them. <laughs> Let's will, see. Yeah. I will be happy to uh, to show you. Um, but I'm like, I got to find them because there's just so dang many of them. Take your because time. As I was going through to prepare for this, I was like, oh my gosh, like, you have to go through like this long um of information and then you start seeing stuff and you're just like oh my god I'm so stupid like you know what I mean like you just reread stuff and you're like wow okay um well look I mean he's hot he's a charmer and he's charming I don't know to his credit (laughs) I guess and I'd be curious if you give him credit but I guess he was kind of saying to you like look I'm not in a relationship with Kimberly but I'm gonna be appearing as though I am in one or figuring out if there's any potential so I mean did you feel like at first he was pretty open with you yeah I thought he was just like okay like listen like the show's like he kept telling me like, the show is a show the show is business like it is what it is like it's no big deal you know like I already made it known that I wasn't gonna be with another older woman like that so we're doing the show and like whatever like we're not gonna like end up in a relationship from it is like what he was telling me at that point like he was already under contract I was like okay business is business I understand I'm a business owner I get it. You got to do what you got to do. Like, no qualms from my part, you know? Okay. And so um, from December until like July, basically, right? This this whole time, this six months of you knowing him. I mean, it seems like the show, he makes it sound like the show has been very lucrative for him. Do you think that's true? I mean, maybe in, uh, I mean, I think it's made him money from being on the show, but I don't know that it's nearly as lucrative as he claims. Okay. Got it. So, uh, okay. yeah, I mean, like, he would, like, be calling me from Seth. I mean, like, this is a video of him. I won't put the sound on, but okay. they will flash over to the producers. This is in Tanzania. Like, he's calling me every day. The producers would FaceTime with me. People saw me. People knew that I existed. So were they getting ready then to put you on as a storyline? Like, basically, were they getting ready to set Usman up? No. Okay, so nobody would... ever like like cuz I spoke like he would FaceTime me when he was getting ready like so we would like talk so I'm like 100% thinking like okay this is really just for the show like he told me like they she and he had discussed it that it was like literally just because you know she was a big fan and like that's who they would accept for him to film with etc like that's a story that I was being fed. 
And during this time, did you feel like you guys were developing a real, what you thought was a real relationship? Yes. Absolutely. Otherwise, I mean, I wouldn't have like kept it going. I mean, it would have been a really bad investment on my part after this long. (laughs) Okay. So you live in New Jersey. At this time, he's in Nigeria filming. You guys are, are you talking and FaceTiming and texting like every day? Every day, multiple times a day. So we saw photos of you guys in London. So when did you decide like, all right, let's see each other in person? So we had actually tried three times prior to London. (laughs) Um, So I had spine surgery in April of 21 and we filed for him to come over to the US so that he could be here while I was in recovery, um, which got denied. So him saying that he's said that nobody's ever applied for a visa or he's never applied for a visa to the US, it's false. that's definitely false. Um, okay. So we applied for that one. That one got denied. Um, we attempted to go to Barbados one time, but his transit visa was not approved. And then he was supposed to meet me in Egypt when I was in Egypt this past uh, winter in March. Might have even been before that. Um, and his visa didn't come through in time. So he ended up in Egypt. Like you'll see our social medias are kind of like congruently like behind each other by like a couple of weeks because he had already paid for his trip, but he was just waiting for his visa to come in. And I was already booked in and going and he was supposed to be meeting me there. So like by the time I was leaving, like his visa came in. So he ended up going after. <laughs> okay. So you guys end up finally connecting in person. How many months after you had started talking? Uh, it's, it was years. It was years. Okay. Okay. So, right. I'm kind of a dummy here. I'm just putting this. No, together. it's okay. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. She said 2020. We're in 2023. I'm so stupid. Yeah, I'm what, thinking... year, what year even is Okay. I don't know. So you're talking 20. All right. Now it's all making sense. You guys actually started meeting and talking in 2020. Then the happily ever after with Kimberly comes out. He was filming that show with her. Well, I guess they did like before the 90 and then they did the happily ever after as like after that. That's right. Okay. Okay. So you're simultaneously... Were you guys ever in a relationship? You hadn't, you didn't see him for a year in person. Were you guys just talking as friends every day, or did you have the relationship like we are in a relationship, but you're going to be filming this show? I call him the Nozempic Ben on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Doctor Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Doctor Applin actually looks at food additives, your your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment, plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have ta- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah, that was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. It was that like he wanted to like be in a relationship, but he was going to be filming the show. For business. Okay. So at some point between 2020 and 2021, you assumed you guys were boyfriend and girlfriend, even though he's on this reality show and doing press and, and doing right. face. He didn't time. want me like dating other people. Like he did not want me like seeing other people. Like that was like, oh. not. 
Damn. Okay. But like, so, but at one point during that, like during the filming and everything, I ended up ending things with him the first time. So there was like a space in between (laughs) where we were not together. (laughs) Okay. So a year after you start talking, you meet in person where for the very first time? No, we didn't. We didn't meet in person until London. Until London, which when was Lon- was London this past year? London was June. Okay, June of 2023. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you have been talking to Soldier Boy for two years. In that time, at some point, you cut it off. You were like, right. I'm good. Why did, that, why did you cut it off? He was, like, very pushy about a lot of things and, like, very, um, like, kind of demanding. He didn't like that I traveled solo. He didn't like that, like... Uh, you know, that I would travel with like men, men friends or that I had, you know, he was like very particular about that kind of stuff. And I was like, listen, you've known that's who I am for a long time. Like I am a solo traveler. And like, I also like for work, I travel for photo shoots and everything. So sometimes there are men. He was just like being very weird about that. He was getting really, really pushy about kids. And like, I was always like, I don't really want kids. Like it was never really actually in my plans, which is why I told him like in the beginning, I was like, I, I have an IUD girl. Like I, I'm good. Like <laughs> I don't want any, you know? And, um, and so I was like, listen, like I would consider for the right relationship, like if things were going well, if, if things were good, then like, it's not off the table. I'm never going to say never, you never know how it's going to go. But, um, you know, so then it would be like, okay, well you will consider one. I was like, I consider like possibly one, but then it became like two, three, four. And he would just like, keep bringing up the fact. So then I was like, why, why do you keep doing this? You know, like, why do you keep doing this? And then I was like, listen, you still have years to go on the contract that you signed. Like, this is like, you're, it's too much pressure. Like, it's not working for me. Like, I need to take a step back. Like, you need to do your show. You need to do what you need to do. Whatever. We can be friends. And that'll be that. All right. So, uh, okay. So he begins to get be getting controlling. And at this point, I mean, do you see these things as, you obviously saw them as red flags because you stopped the relationship, right? You You felt like it was a lot. Yeah. I mean, I felt like he had like built up this version of me in his head that I was going to be like, you know, this entrepreneur who like, cause I'm not a, like, I used to be a big partier, but like, I'm not a big partier anymore. Like I work a lot. I'm like at home, my circle is small. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just, so he thought like, you know, okay, she's going to be like a good, <laughs> well-behaved. I'm like, I'm still from Jersey. <laughs> like- <laughs> yeah, he, doesn't, he clearly doesn't know the United States, like Jersey girl of all girl. Like, honey, we picked the wrong one. If, if we yeah. want that, we need to go Midwest. Like, exactly. I mean, we picked the wrong state. Okay. So you guys hit a pause before you'd ever met in person in what year? Right. 2021? Yeah. Okay. How long did the pause last? Um, Until it became, so we still would like talk in between like nothing like romantic or anything like that but like we would check in with each other he would check in with me or like tell me what was going on in his relationship which he then said I was like oh like you're actually in a relationship now because I was like what what is this you know um and that's when he told me like yeah like I gave her a shot because you know she was loyal and like so she did all that stuff for me and said she's loyal and you left then like I figured I would give it a shot with her okay Got it. So at one point, his relationship with Kimberly, he was telling you, was real. Like, they they dated for a while. They were, like, things were, they were trying. Yes. And okay. and since then, like, I've now had a conversation through a third party uh, to, you know, verify that this is all not, not factual <laughs> on his part. Okay. So, okay. So then you find out that's a lie. So basically through this third party. And Kimberly has been on this show. And, you know, so you find out they really never were in a relationship. No, I find out that they, that she thought they were the whole time. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I'm under the impression too, Kimberly. That, like, they had a conversation that this was like going to be mutually a beneficial situation and like not. Okay. But it's, so I thought, but at some point you're saying Kimberly believed, okay, maybe their, maybe their situation started out like, this is an arrangement for the show. But at some point along the lines, Kimberly thinks they're really in a real relationship, right? Yeah, I guess so. Because like you have to imagine, like I didn't see the season until when it aired. Like I started to watch it and that's when I was like, what the f- is this? Like what is going on here? Because the stuff that he was telling me, not matching up with the stuff that was. Okay. So you watched the actual season and you are what? Like flabbergasted? Right. So I didn't watch all of it. 
I honestly couldn't watch all of it because I was like, this is like too cringe for me and like too close to home kind of thing. So like I started watching it and then I, I even like, I had sent a message. I was like, I can't even watch this. Like I can't, but you know, like he's like reassuring me and I'm like, Oh, like, you know, in it, like, you know, they slept together or whatever when she was like asking to, you know, repeatedly to sleep with him or whatever. And he had, adamantly that that never happened that it didn't happen it was just for cameras it wasn't real blah 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 blah. uh then when we were in london i found out that they did so like this is what i'm finding like i'm finding stuff out like way after the fact way after the fact i'm being told one thing and then something else is happening okay so the so 2021 stop like you guys start picking up again and talking again you you start watching happily ever after you're like god these things are don't seem consistent but you guys have you're still talking to each other and staying friendly and then how did it come about that you all got into this relationship and met up in person because you'd obviously seen some red flags prior i had but i mean he is very good at uh, word salad, as I like to call it in my TikToks, where you just like throw a bunch of words out until it kind of makes sense or you're confused enough that you're like, okay, like, I guess like, but he was very good at like, coming up with reasons, excuses, all like examples of how like this wasn't real. like he would tr- like prove, you know, that like, oh, this is what happened. Like He would have a story for every story. Mm. So, you know, in those messages, I'm just like, okay, whatever. So then we ended up like FaceTiming and talking again. And he was like, I want to try again. It's always been you. It's, you know, blah, blah, blah. So like we ended up talking again. I was taking it extremely slow. He was like very much like wanting to be in it. He, you know, everyone saw online, like he would be calling me his wife. Like that was like a consistent thing with him. Like he was like dead set. Like, this is it. This is it for me. Like you're it. And it took me like a long time. And like, I have messages where he's like, I don't feel like you love me as much as I love you. And I was very, very guarded when I went back into it because I was like, I don't, you know, yeah. some of the stuff don't add up, but also like, I get it. It's TV, it's entertainment. It's, you know, so there's like that part of me that's it's just like, know. whatever, like, you know, I don't believe everything I see on TV either. So, <laughs> wow. I mean, you've, you've spent kind of three years on and off, like pursuing or in a relationship or talking to this man. I mean, you must have, were you in love with him? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. He was, I mean, this is like one of the things that like came up is like everyone saying that the relationship was fake. I was like, that would be the worst investment of all time. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I know everyone's already going to say it was a bad investment. I got that. Um, But uh, as of that, like three years of, you know, this, it it wasn't fake. Um, He, there is a ring. He bought a ring. He planned to propose in London. Uh, He... I have pictures of said ring if you're interested. Yes, girl. <laughs> yes, we want to see them. Yes. Where's the ring? Did you um, get to keep it? Uh, no. So he, we ended up getting into a fight like the day before my birthday when we were in London. And then he was like, I'm not going to propose on this trip. We need more time. I was like, okay, sounds good. We need more time. I mean, obviously, like, I'm upset. But at the same time, I was like, what is happening? Um, this is weird. Like, so we needed time. But yeah, he also texted. Wow. He texted producers before we went to London. So he told everyone, like, he didn't want to film with me until he knew if it was real. The man is planning on proposing. So, like, I don't know why you would tell people that you weren't going to film if you're not sure if the relationship is real or if the girl's using you for TV. It's like you were going to propose, but you weren't sure enough to film. He reached out to TLC when his visa got, or to Sharp, when his visa got approved and had them message me and had them interview me. Hi, Kira. So nice to meet you. It says, hi, Kira. So nice to meet you. My name is Gabby. I'm the talent manager from Sharp. I've been talking with Usman. He shared your story with me. Do you have time for a quick call? So before we went to London, he did notify them, told them that he was going to do a music video with me in it, that he was going to propose, like all of this stuff. We did multiple interviews. We couldn't end up making it work because because of the time frame. I was leaving in like three weeks and I was like, I can't change it. I have work. Like we plan this very fast. And like, that's when I'm going. I have to come back. Um, so it just didn't work out. But like now he's on telling everyone like, oh, I wasn't going to film with her until I knew it was real. Like all of this stuff to kind of like discredit me. <laughs> Where I'm just like, what? Wow. Um, when you guys initially meet for the first time in person in London, I mean, did you have amazing? Did you have amazing chemistry? Were you like? Yeah. I mean, Everything was great. It was like we had known each other forever because we had known each other for a long time. It was like super smooth, like really easy sailing. Like everything was really, really good until we got into the fight in London. And when we got in the fight in London, 
like that's when it like things started to take a turn and okay so you get into this epic fight in london but in the meantime you've posted all this social media you guys like you guys were doing tiktoks together you're like yeah, I mean, you kind of announced that you guys are in this relationship. So, I mean, did did you have any hesitations about that? Or you were like, at that point, everything I mean, was going well? I was definitely well. nervous because I knew, like, I was going to get the back. Like, I knew what was coming for me, you know, so I was aware. Um, but, you know, it was what it was. And at that point, it had been so long that, like, I felt like it had been, like, a secret. So everyone's like, oh, my God, that was quick. And I'm like, well, I mean, we let you know what we let you know when we let you know it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right, right. That's where I was told. I, I'm like, you know, because I know you'd commented on a TikTok video I did uh, because I had no idea about your back timeline. I know, you know, I'm with everybody else. I thought you guys literally met like in March or April of this year. You guys yeah. are in London and I'm together. Just well, I mean, no, I mean, I thought I, I kind of, I knew it was over with he and Kimberly because she'd been on this podcast and she had basically alluded to the fact that it was over We'd seen it in the press, you know, so hello, we got to pause. We got to thank a fabulous sponsor, Little Spoon, who's heading back to school with their kids. Oh, my God, you're shopping, you're getting ready. And the last thing you want to think about is packing lunch. What are they going to eat for breakfast? Do you want to give them something healthy or you feel guilty? Am I just projecting my own life? Okay, well, that's where Little Spoon comes in. I want to give you 30% off. This is a delicious made with the cleanest, highest ingredients, food delivery, and subscription service for your kids from babies all the way to eight years old. Make this year's back-to-school chaos a little more manageable with time-saving, delicious, and healthy meals and snacks for your kiddos that they will love. Go to littlespoon.com slash TSFS and enter our code TSFS at checkout to get 30% off your first Little Spoon order. That's little, L-I-T-T-L-E-S-P-O-O-N, just as it sounds, little spoon.com slash tsfs and enter my code tsfs to get 30 percent off at checkout i always love to give you the best deal their smoothie recipes are so good kj loves a smoothie pouch their plates are for toddlers and big kids they have hidden veggie mac and cheese biteables are transitioned to table early finger foods for kids that are cut up to size to promote easy self-feeding <gasps> all made with organic go to littlespoon.com slash tsfs they were done. So I was like, oh, this is great. He's moving on. And honestly, I mean, I love the fact that he was with somebody his own age, right? Like, what was the age difference between you and Usman? Uh, barely two years. Like, I'm 36. Okay, you're 36 and he's what, 34? He'll be 30. Yeah, he'll be 35. Now, so okay, right. so it was great to see him with somebody that was age, you know, like a little bit more his age. You guys were a hot couple together. I mean, I, I was yeah, like, I okay. I mean, I could see these two on... 90 day. Yes. Um, all right. But you have this epic fight in London where obviously it gets so bad. You guys are like, there's not going to be an engagement. We're hitting pause. So, okay. You have this fight and then were you guys like leaving town the next day or like, Oh, we have this fight. And honestly, like, this is where like I started to really be like, what's happening because it was like a whole different, like the fight started over something like so mundane and so ridiculous, but like, the reaction of his was so out of proportion for like what was happening. And like, for me, that was like, what is going on? I mean, like over like helping, having him help me pick what we were going to do for the day. And then like a blow up fight from that. And I was like, are are you serious? Like, and then for that to go all day long, all night long into the night, you know what I mean? Like, so like one thing that I want to touch on is that like, he got like, it got worse because at that point in the evening, I'm exhausted. I do not understand, like, why we are still fighting about this stupid thing. This makes no damn sense to me. He's going outside. He's calling people. Um, I, I don't even know what's happening. I come downstairs, and he says something along the lines of, like, I can hear the person on speakerphone saying, like, okay, like, I'll look for something around you. At that point, he had told me, like, oh, I'm going to go stay somewhere else. So I'm like, who is this woman finding you somewhere else to stay? Like, we're both in London. We don't have, like, close friends here. So, like, that's weird. But I was like, whatever. Like, I was like, oh, that was quick. Meaning, like, that was quick. You're going to go find somewhere else to stay. And, like, he took that as, like, oh, that was quick. Like, the, the woman on the phone is, like, another woman for him. And that's, like, not what I was saying at all. And he, like, ends up, like, while he's yelling at me, like, calling this woman and putting her on the phone and being, like, tell her that you're not my girlfriend. Tell her that you're not my girlfriend. Like, trying to make me look crazy. And I was like, I never said that. Like, that is not what I said. So at that point, I picked up my phone and started recording him because I was like, what is going on? Like, this is crazy town. Like, I'm like getting into this whole whirlwind situation. It's getting so out of control over nothing. 
So I ended up recording him. So like, that's like his like big thing is like the fact that I recorded him being an asshole to me. Um, and so it's funny to me now because like going back through everything, he's recorded his ex and sent me audio that she didn't know about many times. And I ended up sending it to her. So for him to sit there and say like, you know, that I'm this horrible person for recording him in a situation where I was like uncomfortable, you know, he's been done the same thing many, many times. So I wanted to touch on that because like, that is a big thing that he talks about in an interview to make me look like, like she's crazy. Like she's going to, if I get to America, she's going to record me and put me in jail because I'm a black man, all of this stuff. Like I'm a black man. She's a white woman recording me in a foreign country, like playing that angle so hard in his interview. And I was like, that's not what was happening. I was also a single female in a foreign country with a man, you know what I mean? Who has been yelling at me all day and putting me in an awkward position. So like we were both at, at a position where we needed to protect ourselves in that case, you know? So if you felt you needed to call somebody else on the phone, I felt like I needed to record for my, you know, for myself. So was he, it was, on, was like, he it like turned into more because of that. Were you guys drunk or on drugs? I mean, nope. <laughs> this was sober. Wow. Were you afraid of him? Like physically afraid of him? Did you feel like he was going to? Honestly, I was like so afraid of like the way that he would say something and then say that he didn't say something. I've dated a diagnosed narcissist in the past for six Mm. years. So that that stays with you when stuff is like not adding up or when people are twisting things around or saying that you did something or said something that you didn't say. Um, And when the fights are going on for this long, to me, that's like very traumatic because I... I lived that for so long. So for something so small to turn into something so big felt very familiar to me. And in my past relationship, like the only way to de-escalate or get the person to like stop would be like, put up the phone. Cause like, you don't want to look like an asshole when there's somebody recording you, you're going to like take it down a notch, <laughs> take it down yeah. a notch. Um, one of the big things you and I had talked about before this interview is you wanted to kind of, you wanted to tell your own side and set the record straight, specifically in regard to Tasha Kay who's also yes. been on this podcast. I know Tasha. Uh, <laughs> Soldier Boy went on her show. The interview, the full interview is in her pay, is behind her paywall, her subscription, but some clips have leaked. And I mean, she kind of goes hard at him, calling him a Nigerian scammer, saying like he's the poster boy for being a Nigerian scammer, which he denies. He says he makes his own money. He says he does incredibly well, especially with the conversion of dollar to Nigerian money. What other things in that interview did you... were? want to set the record straight about <laughs> she has a notebook she's pulled out the notebook y'all okay okay we have taken notes honey we subscribe to that interview okay tell me him oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah um he states in it that nobody has ever filed for a visa for him kim did file for a visa for a k1 for him um however i think it was done incorrectly according to what okay. i have heard and therefore it didn't go through okay that's um and I have confirmation of that. Okay. Um, and <laughs> um, he said that he broke up with her in October on the Tasha K thing. But for everyone else, he's been saying since June. So I have no idea if it was June or if it was that following October now. No clue. Because he had been talking to me post-June. So were they still together? I have no idea now. Um, he claims that... Um, it was his idea not to film like that he wanted to meet in person first without cameras, which has been something that I had been telling him and have screenshots like throughout the entire time of us knowing each other. I was like, I would be more comfortable if we met first, which was why we had planned like Egypt and stuff. Like if he wanted to end up filming, I was like, okay, but like, let's like meet in person first. (laughs) But he's like, no, I needed to verify with her that it was okay. Um, So wait, wait, you guys were not filming when you were in London though, right? Or were you? Okay. There were no cameras. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. No, we couldn't. We were leaving like three weeks after he found out that he like got his visa officially. Like I was flying out like three weeks later. So it was like much too quick of a turnaround. They wanted us to move our dates and see, and we just couldn't do that. So gotcha. They were like, okay, tell us when you guys get back. Let us know how it goes. Okay. Okay. Um, he, (laughs) uh, let's see. Uh, There's just so much. So he claims in the interview that he broke up with me. Tell me. Which is very funny because that's not what happens. <laughs> I broke up with him. Um, I have all the screenshots of, of our, our breaking up. Um, and the final straw was that he asked me to give up my dogs in order to prove that I loved him more than my dogs. 
Okay, this man literally, what, was jealous of your dogs, of your fur babies? So this man wanted you in New Jersey, which, by the way, he does not live here in the United States at this point. Yes, his visa is approved. Uh, Wanted you to give up your dogs that you live with, that you have owned for a long time. Yes. The rule, so, which is funny because, like, throughout all of our chats in here, like, he would call the dogs our children. Now he's been going on live saying that, like, I was forcing him to call our dogs children, which I think is, like, hilarious because, like, how can I force you to call our dogs children? But, like, you know, just my babies. Every time I would send him pictures of us out walking, um, our baby, like, referred to my dogs as, like, he's known me for three years. I've had the dogs the whole damn time. (laughs) Like, they're nothing new. (laughs) So, like, his reasoning that for him breaking up with me was that my love for my dogs was too much and in like the last phone call that we really had when we were arguing I was back from London we were arguing whatever he was sending me like lists of things that he thought were wrong with me that my anxiety is too much now um, which I do suffer from an anxiety disorder which he has known for three years and always have been supportive of until recently then he would like ask me what was wrong and then like later on text me and be like oh you're a baby you just cry all the time so like really weird like things like that um you know it just all of a sudden became that he told me that I don't care about career which is really interesting as I sit in my showroom for the bridal gowns that I designed and make like (laughs) you know um just all of these like weird things that he was saying were wrong with me and then he's like the recording the fact that you recorded me like that's the biggest one for me um and the fact that you love your dogs too much so when I come there will you give up the dogs for me like will you get rid of them when I come there and I was like is this a joke like, this has to be a joke. But he said he won't compete. And even on the Tasha K interview, that's the reason he gives. He said, you know, and I'm the one who initiated the breakup because, like, her love for dogs is too much. And even Tasha was like, what are you talking What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, it's two different loves. And she's like, what do you mean? Like, you were, like, jealous of the dogs. And he's like, I shouldn't have to compete with dogs. I should only compete with men. And she's like, it's two different things. Yes, it's two different things. Like, Okay, what do you think is the root of this? Do you think he was just no longer into you and he's using all these things as an excuse? Do you think he's back with Kimberly? Do you think he's... uh... No, I think it was an attempt to see like how far I would go for the relationship. You know, like how committed was I to accommodating the things that he wanted? Because during like all of these arguments and stuff, like when I got back from London, like everything was fine while he was still in London. Like when he was still in London, he was still calling me, video chatting me, everything was fine after our fight. We had like made up, we had talked it out, we were good. And then he was totally fine the whole time in London. I think because he still needed my help with like booking things, <laughs> um, which like, you know, I had his, his friend send me money. I was not like paying for this stuff on my own, but I was like, you know, he needed help with hotels or whatever. So I would be the one doing the booking and he would have his friend in the U.S. send me money. Um, but I I'm think, so, wait, I'm so lost. Why couldn't he book his own hotel in London? He doesn't have a credit card. And why is that? Is that like a Nigerian thing or am I just really stupid? Like, is it, or he has so. like terrible credit. I'm so like, you don't know either. Your guess is as good as mine. Okay, so for I guess some they reason, don't have it. maybe they don't have it there. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's maybe more a Nigerian government thing. Like, like maybe the, you can't have a yeah, credit like card. Yeah, banks might not like. Cross okay. Over. Okay. That that's probably it. Okay. That's okay. Um. Wow, this is a lot. This is like a lot. Of, <laughs> um. Do you think he is a Nigerian scammer? I think that he is willing to and by his own admission through messages um that his career is the most important thing to him so i do think that he's willing to do what it takes to get his career off the ground um and i don't think that that matters necessarily in the end like his you know how how i think like he hasn't taken people's feelings into consideration like he claims that he does um so in in that way like if his exes really believed that he was into them and that that was like a full real relationship and you know whatever then then to me that's that's not truthful is it <laughs> like do you like his music do you think he's a talented artist uh there's certain songs that i get that i i'm like okay cool i like that one i like that one he wrote a song about me <laughs> oh what's <laughs> so, it t- what's it titled is it out 
it's not out yet. I don't know when it'll be out or if it'll be out. Maybe it won't be. But he played it on his live for everyone when we were in London. He's played it for his li- on his lives since then. Um, oh, I need to hear this. Do you like it? Do you think it's good? Yeah, I do because it, it's mostly in house. So, like, luckily, I don't. You know, I don't know what it says. But now I now I can't listen to it. I, know, I can't well, listen to Afrobeat. Now we don't know. I mean, he might have changed it to that. You know, the sex was bad, and who knows what he's you know saying about your coochie. I mean, I guess we have to wait and see. Guess we'll wait and see, girl. <laughs> uh okay. Like, did you guys like? Did you guys have sex? Like, he does seem hot. Like, he seems like he's a guy with a big dick. Like, can you tell us like anything? <laughs> Sorry. Like, I mean, you know, we're with him for three years. Like, did you guys consummate this relationship? Yes. Was the sex any good? He looks like he's kind of good in bed. It was fine. <laughs> What's better, his music or his um, like abilities in bed? Oh God! <laughs> his, <laughs> I feel like I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't. When I answer that one, <laughs> can I play the fifth in a podcast? Is that allowed? <laughs> no, this is not watch what happens live. You have to answer. <laughs> Uh, oh god, uh, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. Wow. Do that. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> I'm, tra- I'm trying to be nice, but I'm also not trying to be too nice. Kira, why do you? Okay. Why do you want to tell your story? I think that's what people are curious about. A little bit, you know. You you are on your social media, and you know you. I think you're a little hurt, right? Like, I mean, do you? Yeah. Okay. For a lot sure. of people are like, you I mean, should go away. You're not with him. You should have known better. Why do you feel like it's important for you to tell your story? Because I think it's important that people see like the in the indiscrepancies, the discrepancies in what he's saying um, when it comes to timelines and things like that. And also that like, yes, I got it. Dummy, dummy across the forehead, whatever everybody wants to say, like, it's fine. But there was a lot behind the scenes and a lot of manipulation going on and a lot of storytelling going on that you know led me to believe things that weren't true so I feel like it's only fair if he's gonna sit there and go on interviews and talk about me who was not on the show with him I did not have a contract you know like if you're gonna go on and you're gonna talk about me as if I'm just another one of the people that you did the show with and you're gonna lie then there's no reason for me and no NDA for me so I can say the truth and I can tell my side of things. Um, in the past, normally I would do like whatever it took to like protect my partner, to make sure that they don't look bad, you know, like whatever, take the hit. But why should I do that if you're going to go on interviews and you're going to lie about me? <clears throat> you're going to bring up like my family to try to prove that like, you know, you're a good person and you've done all these good things and you're so sweet and romantic to be with, et cetera. You're going to like keep painting this picture of you being the perfect guy in the relationship and the women not suiting you. Mm. And that's just not the case. You don't suit American women. It's not going to work unless they really are a submissive person. And like, it's just, he wants somebody who works, who provides their own money, who contributes to the household, who's independent and everything until it comes to anything related to him. And then he wants that submissive wife. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, you, you get it one or the other. This is, that's not how this works. Um, Gosh, I could talk to you forever about <laughs> He's an interesting person. Um, okay, do you think he still wants an American girlfriend? I mean, now he has his visa. He doesn't have a visa. He, do- he doesn't have a visa, but the application has been... Submit- he doesn't have anything. He got denied the times that he's applied for the U.S. ones. So. Okay, so, so, all right. So the only you- one that he got, like, that wasn't within, like, Africa was the U.K. visa. Okay. Which so- was a three months, and that's over. Okay, so he's never been approved for a U.S. visa as of now. So no. do you think he is still on the hunt for a an American girlfriend or partner? I mean, he has said in messages before when he said that he, him and Kim were applying that, like, he thinks he deserves it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, what did he specifically say about your family? Was there anything you wanted to clear up there? Yeah, so I, after we had broken up, after I had broken up with him this last time, uh, my father went into the hospital. And I was with my father in the hospital for a solid week. He was still watching all of my stories. Like, first thing I post, he's the first one to watch it. Liking all my content. 
cre creating this image for everyone online that he's this nice guy that we ended on good terms that everything is great hunky dory kind of the way that his past relationship was where they were going to be like throw away the key and never say anything but on the flip side when he was talking with me it was very like um i don't give a shit i don't care whatever like you do what you want to do like no one's going to believe you kind of thing like very I don't care. And then online to everyone else, and it's not he's playing like the sad character, this like, you know, we're still good, it just didn't work, blah, blah, blah. And then goes on to Tasha Kay's interview and talks about my dad, about the fact that like he reached out to me. He reached out to me like four days after my dad got out of the hospital. And the reason that I got pissed at him for reaching out was because he sent me a message. I read it as I was walking into my girlfriend's house for dinner. And so I put my phone down to say hello to everyone and I didn't respond to him fast enough. And then it became like the brother like, oh, you can't answer my kind question. Like I, you know, I ask you this because I care about your dad. Like an aggressive, like I wasn't responding to him like enough. And I was like, you waited long enough to ask me the question. You can wait for me to give you an answer. You know, and then he went on Tasha K saying like, oh, like the reason she was mad, she was still mad was because like, you know, it's nice to be with Usman and I'm romantic and, you know, she still wanted to be with me and all of this. I'm like, no, at that point I was pissed. <laughs> like at that point I was pissed that it took you that long when you were that close with me and you knew my dad and you guys talked a lot. Like, so I'm like, the fact that like you try to use that to like prove that you're this good guy after the breakup and that I'm still like desperately pining for you and that you broke up with me. Like the whole narrative was just like, trying to paint him like, he was this like hugely desirable person and that I was just like this pathetic girl who was chasing him. <laughs> do you feel totally used by him or do you think he was in love with you too? I think he was in love with the idea of me, but I don't know that he was in love with me. In hindsight, I think like the idea of me was very appealing, but then like having to deal with the reality of me <laughs> you know, was definitely going to be more of a struggle for him. I wasn't going to bend my boundaries for him like other people were willing to. I wasn't going to cave on things or accommodate him over me. Like that wasn't going to be how it was. And that's what he was used to was he was used to women chasing him, giving him things. You know what I mean? Him being the center of attention, him being the attractive one, him being yeah. this, him being that. And so I think like the reality hit that like I wasn't going to be that way. And it was like, oh, <laughs> is this going to be too much? <laughs> like, I don't know. Because I would ask him, like, when things were bad, when I got back, I, I would say, like, do you want to break up? Like, your behavior is not normal. You're not acting the same way towards me. You're not being nice to me. Like, I don't understand what's going on. And I would ask, like, do you want to break up? Like, give him the opportunity many times over those couple of weeks since I got back before I ended it. And he would say, like, no, no, I just need time. Like, I need time to, like, get, get over things. And I need to, you know, this and that. You know, it it was just excuse after excuse, but like I gave him the chance to take the out himself and he didn't want it. And at that point I was still trying to fix things. I was still trying to see like, okay, like, well, what do we got to do here? But then once it became like the list of everything that was wrong with me, asking me to give up my dog, like when all that stuff started hitting, I was like, no. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the, the, the infamous dog children are. The infamous doggy babies. Um, no, it just seems like, I, you know, in the end, he doesn't know what he's looking for because like you said, he was well aware of the dogs for three years. And yeah, yeah I mean, you know, what it takes to have a long distance relationship. Uh, Kira, I'm curious, where do you go from here? You're very public on social media. Obviously you're still kind of, it sounds like you're still working through the emotions of this relationship. So, I mean, what do you think is next? Are you dating anybody now? Are you dating anybody high profile on TV? I mean, has... TLC approached you and said, oh my God, you're gorgeous. And now everybody likes you. So find somebody else. Let's put you on 90 day. Like where, what's next? No, uh, no, none of that. Um, right now what's next is uh, I'm showing at New York Bridal Fashion Week this year for the first time. So really like my, my big focus is just to go back into the business. I mean, after, you know, kind of preparing myself to chat with you and everything and reading through everything, I was like, oh my Lord. Like, it's just like bringing up everything. But at this point, like I just, I just want to be on my own. I want to go back to doing what I love. I'm happy as a single girl. I've always, I've been single for a long time. It's not like my need or desire, even though I work in weddings, like it's not like my ultimate goal in life. So, you know, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, I don't have any plans to film anything. <laughs> um, you know, I'll keep doing my social media the same way that I was before, during and after him. It's no big deal. Um, but yeah, I mean, I do PR and social media for other companies as well. 
um, along with having my own business and having to do it for that. So it's all just kind of comes naturally at this point. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, yeah, if you I, know anyone, <laughs> let me know. I mean, I'm not against meeting someone. <laughs> well, I was like, God, she seems like a great fit for reality TV. Like, wow, he really knows how to like keep it going on on television, you know? Um, you'd be so good, but who knows? Maybe they'll give you a show, say yes to the dress, you know? Like, I'm like, what? I'm like can they, they can match me abroad. I do typically date outside of the U.S. So like, oh, if you they're do? interested. Oh yeah, this is not... I, I travel a lot. I've been all over the world. So like my international dating roster is, you know. <laughs> You're going to be on 90 days, sweetie. Um, do you have any tips for women? What are your three big red flags that people should look out for? Especially <laughs> dating <funny>. men <laughs> abroad because you've got a lot of experience with that. Okay. What are they? Um, if they won't post you, then something is up. <laughs> That's the first one. Um you know, the second one would be like the way that they're treating you. Um, is that how you would want like your child to be treated in the future by a man? Like, is that really like, do you love them or do you love the idea of that who they can be? Because I feel like a lot of us get sucked into like the future plan and like the idea of the future. And like, so you're kind of ignoring the stuff that's happening like directly in front of your face um by being like okay they have all these big aspirations they have all these big goals and so do i so like our future looks good together but like we're kind of ignoring when like right now it doesn't look good together yeah <laughs> um and i think people stay in things for too long in that case um and definitely just like if there's inconsistencies if you feel like something is up then just like trust your gut so like i definitely ignored it a few times i definitely ignored it with some things um and, you know, the more word salad you get, uh, the more full of BS those words are. <laughs> so if somebody's giving you a lot of excuses and elaborate stories and things like that, there's a reason. I'm so sorry. I hope everything, you know, goes better in the future. And I mean, you know, we've all been in relationships where we feel like we look back and we're like, oh, I wasted so much time or why didn't I, you know, but you're here and hopefully your business is thriving. I mean, you look amazing. You do incredible wedding Thank dresses. You. Where can Thank people you. follow your business online? Uh, they can follow my Instagram. It's just Kira Elise collection uh, for my business. And then, you know, we obviously got a website and all of that. Uh, we've got a TikTok, but I, again, I'm really bad at TikTok. So I'm still learning. I think you're doing great. All right. Wow. Usman, AKA Soldier Boy. So I don't know. Are we going to see him then on any future shows? Sounds like. Are I they... mean, it, I, the only way I could see that happening is if somebody decided to go back on with him. Uh, I don't know, but. It is not He you. claims that he doesn't need it. I would disagree. Um, so we'll see what happens next. We'll see what card he plays. I don't know. Have Kimberly and Lisa Baby Girl reached out to you with any encouragement, any just a heart emoji, anything? Uh, I can tell you that Baby Girl Lisa is not a fan of me. <laughs> so she likes to record my content and post it on her TikTok, which I find very odd. Yeah. I don't really understand the point of that, but I guess like thanks for the views. Um, and then as far as Kimberly goes, um, you know, she wants to kind of be left out of the mess as much as possible, which I can respect, which is why I, you know, she and I spoke through a third party essentially um, because I wanted her to have some information, uh, you know, stuff that he had sent to me, recordings, things like that. Just I wanted her to know like exactly what was happening on my end versus her end because I do think that we were kind of set against each other in hopes that we would never speak. Hmm. Yeah. Do you think he can change? Like, do you think, um, you know, cause he does portray himself as a good person online and he seems to, I mean, he, at least with Kimberly he always spoke very, very well of her. He never would say anything negative even after, you know, I think it would had come out that they'd gone their separate ways. Uh, so do you think he like, he can change? No. I don't. I don't. Because like while he, because all of that stuff that he's doing public facing, he is not doing behind closed doors or in, in other rooms where people aren't listening. So like the stuff that he's saying online versus the stuff that he would say to me about her, very, very opposite. So I think that that's truly who he is. I think that like it's, he's not going to make himself look 
worse, <laughs> you know, out in the public eye. And I think that like he, it's true. The messages that he sent me, I should have taken those at face value back in the day when he said the most important thing to me is my career. I, I really should have known that that he meant like over everything. So he'll sit there and say like his biggest goal is to have a family and a wife and all of that stuff. And if that were true, he would have that stuff. In three years, I have two more questions for you. In three years of being with him, did you ever FaceTime with his family? I mean, they, yeah. oh, you did. And what did they oh, yeah. say to you or what was the translation to you? It was always really good. Um, I FaceTimed with like his uh, his family and their kids and everything. Like when he would go over for dinner, they would FaceTime me, have videos of me with like with the nephews that you've seen. <laughs> like uh, uh, on FaceTime, I've FaceTimed with his mother a few times. Um, obviously, she doesn't speak any English, so you know it would be like through him. Um, but yeah, I, I chatted with his family. He's chatted with mine. He's FaceTimed with my dad. Like. <laughs> Well, his family must have been very happy to see you. I mean, were they like laying it on thick? I mean, they they wanted him to be with a younger woman who could give him children. That was like their whole thing. I mean, they were all really nice, like really kind, really genuine people. Like, I mean, it just it was just like very natural and easy. So, I don't know what they're thinking of the other stuff unless he's telling them also that like that stuff's not real. It's you know to pay the bills, etc. So I don't really know what. Yeah. They thought other than like, we got along. They allegedly liked me. I had approval. I didn't need to buy a goat, you know, all the above. <laughs> um, that's true. That's true. Kimberly gave him an ox, I think, as like a gift or something. So, um, okay. And then has anybody like slid in your DMs? Like, I don't know. I, I just picture you with like, I picture you with kind of a hot American guy. Like any, I don't know. I will say that there have been some other 90 day men. <laughs> really? But, but I don't know what the intentions are. I'm just like, okay, need up. Um, Interesting, so boy. They I'll all keep it. Person. They all keep it right in the family, huh? They really stick with the 90 day people. So other um, 90 you know, day fiance, anybody you want to name? Like, no, I'm gonna not, I'm gonna do him a favor because there's never like it's never gotten too far in the conversation. But it would just be like check it in, asking how it's going what happened like you know okay that kind of stuff so I don't I don't know what the intentions were behind it but I was just send him the article and said here you go <laughs> and where do you and and Usman stand today are you guys have you blocked each other do you hear from him yeah I blocked him um after the interview the stuff with my father all of that kind of stuff I was like oh no like not happen. the night that he like messaged me about my dad and like was trying to play the nice guy that he cared about my dad and then I was being the B-I-T-C-H I don't know if we can say that on here oh yeah um, I curse I, you can say anything that you want oh, but I was being the bitch like in my response to him when he was being so kind that like, he didn't have to reach out and ask about my dad like when he was trying to flip that script like that night was when I was like no and so I blocked him on everything and was like I'm done like you don't need to watch my stories like if you can't like be cordial, then stop pretending for the public eye that like we're on good terms. You haven't made that effort to be on good terms, so we're not on good terms. Um, after that, you know, when I started going on TikTok and talking about everything and like actually saying stuff that happened, uh, I did give him after the Tasha K interview. I did give him the ultimatum that he was more than welcome to do a video where he addresses the lies that he told about me make a little public apology and that I wouldn't say anything else about the rest of the things that I know. Uh, he did not want to do that. He called me, um, and, you know, tried to justify his bad behavior. I essentially just hung up and said, you have, you have your choices. You can either, you know, make it right with me and I'll just let you live the lies of all the other stuff that you talk about, uh, or not. And he chose not. Um, and he told me the last message that he sent to me was very telling. I think it shows, uh, Kind of the mask slipping off on like the really nice guy facade so the last message he sent me was you can go ahead and do what you want to do it's your choice just know that i didn't send anyone to you i hope that for whatever you want to do you don't make yourself look like a fool because that's what everyone thinks of you now yes i saw that you posted that on your tiktok too right yeah, yeah. so you yes know. well thank you for sharing your side of the story I think everybody's nope. been curious because we definitely, we were like, where'd she come from? And what? This is like. I know. Everyone's like, that was so quick. Like, right. Like, well, it was quick from when you, when you guys knew to when I ended it. Yes. That, I agree 100%. That was quick for you guys to find out and then get it ripped out right from under you. But it was quick for me too. <laughs>
Well, I got news for you. I did. I thought you guys were a really well-matched couple. And now I see you with, I guess, just like a hot Nigerian rapper. I mean, I'm not sure that's who you really want to go with, but... <laughs> There's been a couple of those that have reached out. Yeah, some comedians. Some... <laughs> I see you with a comedian, some too. I see you with like a hot black comedian, too. Oh, my God. I mean, I just... I don't know. I love it. I think you're just... Yeah. You are well-suited with him. So, okay, keep us posted on who you're dating next. We want photos. Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone get a Kiera Elise um, wedding gown as well. I wish I'd known about you. I, I would have worn your wedding gown in a heartbeat when I got married about four years ago. Come see me for wedding gowns. If you head to my Instagram, there's also merch that you can uh, support my brand or also the really mean TikTok comments that I was getting. We've made merch out of. Um, so we've got some fun stuff on there. And all of that goes towards my New York fashion. So. <laughs> Thank you for being on, Kiera. Really, seriously, we, we love having your side of the story. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. <laughs>